all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 7th of April. India reported another sharp increase in the number of coronavirus cases yesterday with the total rising to 4281 as of 6 p.m. Nearly 700 cases were added in the 24 hours to that point. The pandemic has now infected more than 1.3 million people worldwide with the death toll surpassing 70,000. But there are some tentative signs that the crisis may be easing in Europe. Italy, Germany and Spain reported lower numbers of new cases. The Netherlands had the smallest increase in deaths in a week and Austria took the first steps towards restarting its economy. In New York, which is the current global epicenter of the outbreak, there were signs that deaths as a result of the virus were hitting a plateau. Though Governor Andrew Cuomo cautioned that the challenge would now be to maintain social distancing, which has so far helped curb the spread of the disease. Meanwhile, a new program to accelerate vaccine development and production may be announced this week, according to World Health Organization Director General Tedros Ghebreyesus, who said this at a press conference in Geneva. But in the UK it was reported that Prime Minister Boris Johnson who had contracted the virus had to be moved to intensive care as his symptoms worsened. Back home in a bid to stay ahead of the outbreak India aims to ramp up its COVID-19 testing by five times the current number. The Indian Council for Medical Research is working to scale up the testing capacity to 1 lakh a day in the upcoming months as part of its preparedness for a worst case scenario according to a statement. That compares with 18,000 tests daily at present. With the possibility of the worst yet to come, there are worries about the impact the lockdown is having on the economy. India's services sector activity contracted in March. The IHS Market India Services Business Activity Index came in at 49.3 in March, down from February's 85-month high of 57.5. And that it seems is also playing on the minds of India's parliamentarians. The union cabinet has cleared an ordinance to cut salaries of all ministers and members of parliament for a year by 30%. The announcement was made on Monday by INB minister Prakash Tawadekar. The savings will go to the consolidated fund of India. Besides this, the cabinet also approved temporary suspension of the local area development scheme of lawmakers, the funds for 2021 and 2122 of about 7900 crore rupees in the members of parliament local area development scheme will also go to the consolidated fund of India according to Zavadekar. Some opposition members of parliament including Shashi Tharoor the Congress Lok Sabha MP from Tiruvananthapuram opposed the move while also agreeing that the move to cut salaries was a positive one find out why they said that in the story on the website bloomberquint.com In corporate news, Godrej Properties has said it sold over 3000 homes in the quarter ended March, 
which is the highest ever in terms of numbers and value during the period. Total bookings for the March quarter rose by 10% to 2,380 crore rupees. The sales in the fourth quarter included over 500 homes that were sold in the second half of March. In more international news, Jamie Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, said the coronavirus pandemic would likely lead to a major economic downturn and stress mirroring the meltdown that nearly brought down the U.S. financial system in 2008. He said this in his annual letter to shareholders. In international markets, none of that worry is evident. The U.S. equity market surged on the back of optimism that the number of coronavirus infections are peaking. All three benchmarks ended higher by over 7%. And it's a positive start for equity markets in the Asia-Pacific region as well, with the Nikkei 225 leading the gains up over 2%. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How are we looking at the start of the week? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, it was a strong trading day for global indices yesterday, and as a result, the SGX Nifty is trading higher by 100 points, indicating a positive opening. But there is a long list of major companies coming up with quarterly updates, and that should also set the tone for trading today. We start with HDFC Bank, which has said it continued to see strong business momentum in the fourth quarter, with its advances growing 21% year-on-year and its deposits growing 24% year-on-year. In its quarterly update, Bajaj Finance said its assets under management in the January-March quarter grew 27.4%. This may be a strong number but this was also the slowest in the last 12 quarters for the company sequentially this is only 1.4 percent rise and the nbfc did suggest that there are challenging times up ahead and expects normalcy to return to business only after september this year Kotak Mahindra Bank's quarter was a little more mixed, but it did see 31% growth in savings deposits and total customer deposits grew nearly 20%. Indusind Bank, on the other hand, indicated a relatively weaker quarter with just 12.6% growth in net advances and deposits rising a mere 3.8% year-on-year. Moving on to the realty sector, we have Gotish Properties, which said it has sold over 3,000 homes in the March quarter, the highest ever in terms of numbers and value during the period. And its Q4 booking stood at 2,380 crores, which is up 10% year-on-year and doubled sequentially. And sales in the quarter included over 500 homes sold in the second half of March. Realty company Soba, on the other hand, had a weak March quarter with total new sales volumes decreasing by 20% to just over a little over 9 lakh square feet on a year-on-year basis. The company stated in its press release that sales volumes was impacted due to the lockdown announced by the government at this point in time. Besides the quarterly updates, we also have the L&T board, which will meet on April 9 to seek approval for raising funds through issue of debt. And some good news for Lupin, which has launched mycophenolic acid delayed release tablets 
in the US and Lupin's Alliance partner Concord Biotech Limited has received an approval from the US FDA. Do remember, mycophenolic acid delayed release tablets have an annualized sale of approximately $156 million in the US. And in a warning, we have SBI cards, which has suggested that retail discretionary spends have gone down significantly. Airlines, travel agents, hotels, railways, entertainment spends have gone down to nearly nil. And departmental and grocery stores have seen well, an initial spike, but they have eventually fallen as well. So there certainly is some weakness when it comes to discretionary demand in the markets. Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and a great rest of the week. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 